What's up, guys? We're back with another episode. This episode is brought to you by Zycam, because I think I'm getting a fucking cold, and my allergies and congestion and shit are going crazy. So I am fucking taking Zycam. Um, All right, let's get right into it. Got Kasai Pro 7 was this last weekend. So there was a couple of, like, controversies in there, but overall, I'm going to just get my thoughts, and then we'll get into, like, some of the matches and the controversies. I thought the production was really good. Um, Flow, I'm really critical of Flow a lot, but they did a good job on this event. The stream looked good. The only problem was there was a lot of intermissions and commercial breaks, which I understand as a promoter and stuff like that. But uh, you may as well just add in a couple more super fights and just go straight through. You know, it was like 1 a.m. by the time the event was done, which isn't horrible, but. Uh, Especially considering it was in Texas and it was 1 a.m. Eastern time when it was over. But I'd like to see it move just a little bit quicker. Um, There were some good matches. There were a lot of draws and a lot of um, not-so-great matches, too. So the way they score the tournaments is they have two brackets, bracket A, bracket B, and it's round robin. So you got to grapple everybody. And you get one point each for a draw two points for a win by points and three points for a win by submission. Now, I guess what happened was Vinny got hurt during his match with Nikki Rod and he ended up pulling out of the event. So Nikki Rod and Cyborg were tied for points coming out of bracket A, but because Cyborg technically got a win over Vinny when Vinny pulled out, he went through to the finals and Nikki Rod went through to third place. And this caused some controversy because uh, Cyborg and Nikki had a match and Nikki looked like he was controlling the pace, controlling the action. He almost had Cyborg's back. Cyborg was really good defensively, um, especially stopping Nikki from taking his back and all that fun shit. There was a lot of wrestling. Cyborg got a cut on his head in the middle of the match uh, during a scramble. So that kind of like, made the match go on a little bit longer because it took about a bunch of time to uh, stop the bleeding and try to basically <laughs> mummy mummify Cyborg's face. He kind of looked like uh, fucking the dude from X-Men when he was sitting there fucking with the, uh, the gauze all over his face. And they ended up putting it underneath his ear. So it looked like one of those old school like leather football helmets. But uh, that's why Cyborg went on out of group A, out of group B, you got Hulk that came out, but, uh, the matches I thought were the best was, I mean, Vinny versus Nikki was a really good match and Nikki was dominant. Like he was constantly trying to pass Vinny's guard. He ended up making Vinny turtle a couple times, had one hook in, started working on the neck and all that shit. But, uh, I guess you got to take that with a grain of salt because Vinny pulled out right after not taking anything away from Nikki's performance. Because it was super dominant. But uh, yeah, Vinny ended up pulling out after that match. Cyborg beat Bruno Bastos by points. Um, Just got a a blast double. That was it. Bruno, unfortunately, didn't win any matches. Neither did Vinny because he ended up going to a draw with Nikki and then um, pulling out of the event. Cyborg and Nikki went to a draw. It, It was a good match. I mean... I still think Nikki kind of controlled the pace and the positioning, but overall it was a pretty good match. Um, Group B, 
this is where the first controversy starts. Uh, Kyle Bame submitted Joao Gabriel Rocha with an outside heel hook. And uh, Joao was fucking bitching because he said Kyle's foot got caught in his short. So he's in the middle of an outside heel hook that Kyle's applying. And he's looking at the ref bitching, not defending his fucking leg. So Kyle gets the win by outside heel hook, which totally justified him when the replay shows – Kyle's foot was not in the shorts in any way that would remove the escape from Joao. And uh, I made a post about this basically saying Brazilians need to stop fucking looking at the refs to save them. And the reason I say this is I coach in a lot of tournaments. And even on the local level, uh, Brazilian coaches and, and fighters – seem to have more of a dialogue with the ref, you know, and I think it's just something in their sporting culture. They, uh, they're really good at trying to sway the referee onto their side by arguing and bitching and like it's gamesmanship, you know, and a lot of the times you see the Americans end up just kind of being, they, they don't talk to the ref as much. They don't argue if something wrong happens, they just, tend to kind of put their head down and just keep going, you know, and uh, it's neither one is right or wrong. You know, I'm not a fan of bitching at the ref, especially when you're in the match. So if you're in the match, you go until the referee says stop. Okay. That is your job as a competitor. You do not stop until the referee says stop. If you don't do that, I have no sympathy for when something like this happens. So if you're in this situation, Fuck what happened to the shorts. Start defending the heel hook and then complain. Okay? Like if that's if you're gonna complain at all, that's when you complain. I mean, honestly, I think everybody should shut the fuck up and just like compete. You know, that's the one thing that I like about the IBJJF is you're not supposed to talk to the referees. And they enforce that shit. Uh so I think that's something that should be kind of brought back on all levels. Anyways, uh Kyle Bame, submit Joao Gabriel, uh Hulk takes on the late, late last uh, last minute replacement Paulo as Abuja. He's a black belt, one of Cyborg's first black belts. Kyle and Hulk end up having a pretty good match. Hulk wins by points, um, and he starts taunting Kyle in the middle of it. Hulk uh, <laughs> Hulk likes to get into people's heads and kind of fuck with them. Um, so that was like the first round of Group B. Second round, like I said, Hulk beats Kyle by points. Joao submits. Uh, Paulo Azambuja. But the cool thing is here, um, Joao shows a lot of heart. He's on a very visibly injured knee and he's stumbling around. You can see there's not a lot of, uh, not a lot of stability in the knee joint and it's really affecting his ability to shoot for takedowns and defend. So he, he pulls out a uh, Doris choke victory over Paulo and it was good, man. Like going into the third round, you could see that Joao was still hurt and he put on a hell of a match with, um, what's his name? Hulk. Hulk ended up shooting a couple times and Joao defends really well. He's looking for Ushimata's, drop Sanonagi's and all that. Um, so I believe Hulk ended up getting a takedown and that's what ended up winning him the match. But overall, it was a pretty good match. And then you go into the, uh, the second, or the third place match and the, the championship match, Nikki fucking took it to Kyle Bain. His passing looked really good. And I'm a fan of both these guys. Um, 
Nicky's passing has looked really good. He he no longer is just doing that cartwheel pass. Now he's doing like a flying knee cut, and he's starting to switch sides. And it really leads your opponent to turtle, which is right up Nicky's alley because he wants to get on your back and choke your fucking face. And that's exactly what he did to Kyle. He flying knee cut. Kyle had a turtle. He got one hook in, started looking for a second hook. And uh, he was looking for those face cranks from the back. And, man, Kyle is tough as hell. When I saw that face crank that Nikki put on Kyle, I was like, holy shit, I don't know how this guy's not fucking tapping from this. Um, dude, 90% of the population would tap to that. 90% of the high-level black belts would tap to that. But Kyle toughed it out. He ended up losing by points. I think it was uh, 6 nothing that Nikki beat Kyle for third place. And then Nikki basically just says, I mean, if I was Nikki, I would have, uh, I would have dropped the promo here, but in his ways, like I'm the, I'm the best motherfucker. I'm the one that should be in the finals. And we all fucking know that and got off the mat. And it was awesome. It was a good match. Nikki looked great. Uh, Kyle Bain looked really good in this event. The only match he had that was lackluster was against Paulo. And uh, he ended up winning by a negative because Paulo was stalling a little bit. Then in the finals, Cyborg took on Hulk and uh, Cyborg fucking suplexed the shit out of Hulk. Like belly to back, straight onto his shoulders, two points easy. And then from there, Hulk just couldn't get shit going, you know. And uh, even though I think Cyborg got kind of like a, not a shady, but he, he got into the finals on a technicality he made the most of it, you know, and he's definitely the champ. Like the way he, he manhandled Hulk, that was, uh, that was enough in my mind to kind of like seal the fact that he is definitely the champ. Um, it's a weird format when you do these round robins, especially the scoring format, because you could technically lose to someone. If you submit everybody else and they lose their matches, you go into the finals and you could win the championship with a loss. And I think that's just, uh, it's just one of the flaws in the rule set, you know, and I like the round robin format because you get to see a bunch of matches and it's not always single elimination it makes for more storylines of people fighting back and shit like that. So overall, man, I like this rule set. I think they just need to kind of figure out what happens if someone gets injured. Honestly, I would have reserve bouts going on. So that way the, the winner of the reserve bout will hop in the tournament or something like that. And uh, then it could add even more to a storyline. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on the heavyweight bracket. There were some awesome super fights that night. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Raquel Canuto had a really good match with Gabby, uh, Gabby something. Let me pull it up. Gabby McComb and Gabby McComb looked really good in that. She was, uh, up on points and then Raquel finally got to the back. You know, she, I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, it was off of a, uh, failed shot. She sprawled, got behind her. And locked in a tight rear naked choke. And, I mean, Raquel is really, really fucking good. And uh, so is Gabby. I was super impressed by Gabby in this match. John Combs took on Pedro Rocha. Uh, John stepped in a couple days notice. I contacted Hollis. He said Mike Perez was out. So, John got in there, got it done really fucking smoothly. He dominated every aspect of that match. He heavy on the collar ties for the first, like, three, four minutes. Shot some great doubles, got his head out of the guillotine, uh, got his points, and then he ended up countering one of the takedown attempts of Pedro Rocha with a guillotine choke, 
ended up finishing from Mount with the, the guillotine, and he just looks smooth as hell. So that's two big wins back-to-back for John Combs, who took out uh, Cody Steele last weekend at Jets Kings. This weekend he took out Pedro Rocha at uh, Kasai, and I think he's going to be on Substars coming up. So he's looking to keep that momentum going in, into February and uh, keep the big wins going. He's ranked number 12 now in the world after coming up unranked. And then in the main event, Dante Leon and Hanato Canuto had the rematch. And, uh, man, it seems like every time Hanato has a match on Kasai, he, uh, there's a little bit of controversy, you know, just because he's very tough to score on. And he's, his movement, his guillotines, his back attempts, and his wrestling just make it so that one point that you get for near takedowns really adds up. And that was kind of the story of this match. Uh, Dante won 5-4 over Canuto, and Dante looked phenomenal. He did a lot of wrestling from the bottom, so he, he sat like De La Hiva and started coming up in singles and body locks and stuff like that. Canuto's guillotine is really big here because what you see is if he ends up losing position and getting taken down, immediately he's attacking a guillotine, and most of the time they're very deep, so you have to defend it, and that takes your two-point lead that you get from the takedown and cuts it down to one because in Kasai, deep submission attempts, they give you a point as well. So Canuto's just got like the uh, – he's got the the style for Kasai because he's hard to take down and he's got a really good front headlock game. Um, this was a rematch of their match on uh, Kasai in Orlando where personally I think Dante got fucked out of the win, but uh, this time he, he clearly won. And I really like both these guys because they're two of the nicest guys in the sport. Dante's a killer. He's on fire. He's in like the top three at 77 kilos right now. Canuto's in the top four at 77 kilos. But the cool thing is Canuto loses. He doesn't throw a fucking tantrum. He sits there. He says, well, you beat me this time. Can't wait for the next one. And uh, that's kind of the same mindset with Dante. So those two are like real competitors at heart and – Really enjoyed that match. So, uh, yeah, that was some of the highlights. The undercard, you had, like, Cody Steele came out with a win. Uh, William Tackett came out with a win. A lot of these local guys in Texas look really good on the card. So, overall, really cool event. Uh, I'm really happy to see Kasai kind of, like, stepping everything up. Personally, I'm a big fan of, like, EBI rules and stuff like that. But I do enjoy the points because a lot of the times when you're down on points, it forces you to move, and that opens up a lot of submission attempts. And makes matches more interesting. So, honestly, I think Kasai is my favorite point tournament. And, uh, you know, I'm always a sub-only guy at heart. But if I'm going to watch a point rule set, it's going to be Kasai or ADCC. So, yeah, great event overall. Uh, Remember, guys, suck 1% less every day. Be a little bit less of a piece of shit than you were yesterday.